this. I mean, it's not like I can just pull dead babies out of my desk every day. You you literally made the exact same joke two weeks ago. God damn it! Yeah, literally. Eric's brain basically works like just a series of macros, and you just hit the same button again. So no, that's a lie. You same... said uh, last last time it was. Um, I do you think I have dead babies in my garage? So technically, mm. I guess it's a different joke. Um, you let it through well, a well, fortunately, we don't have many listeners, so no, I don't. can just trap yeah. them down, murder all of them, and hide our shame. Don't don't do that. Uh, the, that was Eric. I'm Robbie. Uh, Jeff is the third guy. Uh, no, this, is, uh, this is uh, what's that? The scraping noise. Was somebody erasing something? I I, I don't know what that no. was. I don't know. It's scary though. I didn't have the camera up. I couldn't see. Are we being attacked? I don't know. I'll be able to find out where the fuck the noise was coming from whenever I edit this. Anyway, well, it this wasn't is on my uh. End, so. yeah. Huh. This is uh, this is quest for Brohalla, and uh, fucking global warming is actually a thing. And stop trying to make it politicized, you dumb fucks. Uh, yeah. Our continued series of you dumb fucks. <laughs> uh, you dense. No, I'm sorry. It's in our continued series of you dense motherfuckers. Right. The um, you know, the, the, the the syndrome. Meme. Such language. You dense motherfucker," said Jason Lee. Jason Lee, yeah. All right. I, so, uh, I actually watched. Um, I actually watched that the, the scene where he has his uh, his monologuing with. Uh, uh huh. I forgot why I was doing it. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, um, global warming's a thing. Uh, can we all agree on that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Show's Woo! over. Let's hit the books. Uh, no, um, I, I sort of had a lazy man's outline here and I'm trying to be better with that. And I apologize for not uh, doing it fast. Way to suck sooner. at this, Robbie. Yeah. You know what? I don't get paid for this. So you can lick my balls. This is for fun. Okay. You, you is that an offer? Yeah. Is that? Oh, and no, you're, you're also not my type. I, I hope. Well, I mean, Eric's not I'm really into bears, guy. right? Uh, Pretty much. <laughs> uh anyway um oh, so um yeah global warming for those of you that don't know because you live under a rock because you hate america uh is a plot by the chinese to make it no um <laughs> like China. i want to make no, this shit, everyone knows uh, it's a plot by the babylonian lizard people i want to make this shit like less political but like there's no fucking way i can make it less political because the president of the United States of America, uh, and I that's the tone. That <laughs> that's the tone that I've used for my uh, ending of uh, my, my story about the ending of, of the Left Behind movies, where Satan wins. Um, <laughs> uh, but the president of the United States of America has decided that uh, global warming. Uh, well, first he said it was a plot by the Chinese to make U.S. goods non-competitive. Uh, I don't know what his current argument for it or against it is. How does that even make any sense? It, it doesn't I, have to. It doesn't have to. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. It, it it genuinely doesn't fucking have to because that's uh, Trump logic. Um, but it's a Trumpism. So uh, I, I for I, the sake of uh, keeping this like not 100 uh, percent obnoxiously political, um, 
because you come here for the fart jokes, uh, Stu and other person. Uh, <laughs> no, okay, so the general idea of global warming, uh, just, just in a nutshell, uh, just quick, fast, in a hurry, uh, messy, eighth grade science. Uh, so uh, a lot of things uh, that we use, uh, like factories, uh, cars, um, cows are actually a pretty big source of, uh, and I kind of wish I had the numbers on this, but from what I understand, cows are actually one of the bigger sources of it. Um, they release these things called greenhouse gases, which is for the most part uh, methane and carbon dioxide. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I, I get CO2. monoxide and, and dioxide confused. Uh, though carbon um, monoxide does get cranked out of uh, uh, a lot of manufacturing processes and especially out of like tailpipes from cars, which is why it okay. kills you if you breathe it in. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure they would both kill you if you breathe them in. Yes, but for different reasons. <laughs> I can explain um, the physiology later if you want. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. Uh, and, and basically what happens is, you see what happens is, uh, it, the way that the Earth gets warm is through, uh, if you haven't noticed... There's a giant ball of fire in the sky. Uh, and uh, those greenhouse gases, um, what they do is uh, the sun comes down and they get warm and they don't let some of that warmth radiate off into space like it's supposed to. Uh, it kind of reflects it back down onto Earth. Uh, thus, you have this thing called the greenhouse effect, uh, named after the way a uh, greenhouse works which is a greenhouse is uh, it's a building made of glass generally uh, that allows you to grow plants in the wintertime Robbie are you really having to explain greenhouses to our listeners I'm trying to simplify this as much as humanly fucking possible how little faith do you have in them <laughs> very fucking little you hear that Stu Robbie has uh, no faith in you uh, I mean, and other person don't forget other person Robbie yeah, don't Stu expect to get healed much of you this week <laughs> that's going to become an ongoing thing um, right can that become a running joke that we just we talk to other person yeah Stu and, Stu and other person um, so so basically what happens is uh, earth get hot earth not cool down uh, and the theory of this is that it started in uh, the industrial revolution which would be like what the 1800s, the 1700s, uh, whenever we started uh, burning coal to go fast, uh, to make things faster, to uh, make trains, uh, you know, and then eventually planes and automobiles. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that movie actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, um, no, but that's that's the uh, that's the the short and dirty of uh, global warming. Uh, but the well, no, no, jump in, Jeff, jump in, okay? Because I've I've been I've been rambling. Yeah, there's a bit of meandering, right? Okay, so like Robbie said, there's this idea, and it's not just an idea because you can replicate this in a lab, and it's a very well-known property of these gases. They tend to, whenever they build up to certain concentrations in an atmosphere, um, like the Earth's atmosphere, or in a controlled environment, if you were to put it into a box, they can trap heat more effectively than if you had, like, say, um, you know mostly the same air. gases as what is normal air yeah if you had normal air but with a lower <laughs> concentration of co2 it would not all other things being equal um keep as much heat trapped close to the surface of the earth right and i'm definitely not an expert on climate science so don't don't take me as one but that's the basic idea well the thing is um there are geological records 
Um, and there's been some gas analysis record uh, going back a little bit of a ways, you know, since scientists have, been, have known how to record some of these things, um, that have looked at concentrations of CO2 in the air, um, average temperatures. Of course, we don't have very reliable data going back more than, you know, 100 to 150 years, because prior to that, we just did not have methods of recording this stuff. But uh, anyway... Actually, actually, um, from what I understand, and this is a callback to our last uh, podcast with uh, Ken Ham. There are Ooh. a few uh, methods to check out how the atmosphere was in the past. Which um, I think is where if I'm you going take core samples in trees, from what I understand in, in the Ken Ham debate. Stole my fucking thunder. <laughs> oh, my bad, bro. My bad, bro. <laughs> but yes, yeah, yeah. So accurate that... shit, and I'm just like, well, fuck you. If you're gonna if you're gonna pull out <laughs> some shit like that, you should warn me. <laughs> just whipped it right out uh but yes yeah oh. no robbie's correct right so you can take uh you can take core samples or core samples from certain rocks um uh, at certain depths where we can say oh okay x number of years back or however many millennia back you know there are these little bubbles of gas that were trapped in a rock or we see it in ice core samples a lot um but we can get some idea of you know what the what the gas concentration what the composition of the air was at that time and over time, we've been able to use these. They're actually not indirect records since people can actually, scientists with careful precision can actually measure air that was that has basically just been trapped in its like little preserved sample from however many millennia ago. We've gotten some idea of oscillations in temperatures and in gas concentrations in the atmosphere. I think the way that uh, Bill Nye explained it was that uh, you can... Um you can sort of predict how much snow is going to fall each year or some shit. And um, based on that, you, you can see the layers in the snow whenever you make a, a core sample in the Arctic. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. This so, is the so, basic logic. Yeah, so the thickness of those layers tells you something about, obviously, how much snow fell, what the temperatures were, and you can correlate that with what the concentrations of CO2 uh, were in the atmosphere. And... In, in doing so, scientists, or I should say the overwhelming majority of the scientific community that is qualified to have an opinion on this, <laughs> so uh, combinations of, of geologists, climate scientists, etc., um, have come out and said, okay, here were the trends, and there are these oscillations because, you know, we go into ice ages and then we go into warm periods, you know, and there's, again, there's this, this, there's this kind of vacillation around an average that our planet goes through. So there are cooling and heating cycles. But over the last century and a half, the, the, we've skewed way off of that trend and are skyrocketing in terms of temperatures, in terms of you know, sea levels, ocean, uh, ocean levels, um, and then other, other things relating to climate change or that are a part of climate change that people don't talk about as much like ocean acidification and whatnot. So you get a bunch of scientists who are basically saying, holy shit, this is a problem rest of the world listen to us and we need to do something about this and then you get political hacks who basically say no uh because reasons because special interests because lobbyists because whatever yeah and that's uh this this is probably the point that we're gonna fucking jump the rails and make this 100 percent political and i apologize um but yeah if you sort of follow this shit uh half acidly uh um you can see uh the people that are the people that are most vocal about their desire to say that uh, climate change isn't a thing are people who have a vested interest in uh, things that cause quite a lot of uh, climate change. Yeah, 
I mean, you know, it's it's, it's 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 sort of akin to uh, people use this example a lot of uh, how uh, the cigarette industry did some lobbying and some clever manipulation of the popular or the uh, you know what was in the popular culture in terms of uh, um, you know the, the perceptions of what research did or didn't say about the health effects of smoking, and it took a while for the actual the truth of the science to start coming out. Well, it's sort of a similar situation in, in, in that, you know, there are interests out there who, and this sounds conspiratorial, but it's, it's how it works. Um, this is not a bizarre thing. Um, there was actually, uh, there's actually a pretty close, uh, really good, uh, not uh, parallel to this, uh, in actually a bit closer in the, uh, in the 1950s, uh, 1965, sorry, 1960s. Uh, there was a scientist called, uh, and this is actually a thing that I got from uh, the Cosmos, uh, which, as much as I wasn't a huge fan of Neil deGrasse Tyson's uh, Cosmos, this was actually one of those ones that, uh, if you look into it, it was it was legit. Uh, it was this guy, uh, his name was uh, Claire Cameron Patterson, and um, basically what he did was, in um, 1965, he published a paper called uh, Contaminated and Natural Lead Environments of Man. And uh, one of those things you, you probably know uh, with cars is that the gas they run on is all unleaded. Uh, and once upon a time, that gas would have had lead in it uh, because cars drive better with lead. I don't, I don't know the logic behind leaded gasoline. Um, it it, w- it uh, helped with some chemical compound in it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there wasn't. It wasn't just because like, we like our kids to be uh, stupid. Uh, and you know the intelligence of some people who eat paint. It's, well, yeah, there's the Babylonian that. lizard men conspiring. <laughs> the ones that live in the center, in in the core of the earth, right? Because the earth is hollow. Yes, uh, it's flat and it's hollow. Figure that shit out. But well, yes, uh, it's like was, an empty pancake. Man. <laughs> there was uh, there was uh, there was there was this whole uh, big thing where it was basically his word against uh. He had quite a lot of uh, experts, uh, and they've actually named one of the experts in the Wikipedia article, uh, Robert A. Uh, Kehoe. Uh, and the thing that nobody uh, really, uh, or one of those things that nobody really uh, paid attention to, or I don't know if they didn't pay attention to it, but one of those things that uh, in hindsight uh, should have been rather obvious uh, was uh, Mr. Kehoe, uh, K-E-H-O-E, am I saying that right? I have no yeah, idea. Matter. Uh, he worked for the uh, ethanol. He he was a lob or fuck. Hang on. <sighs> Words. Uh, he worked for um, like the gas companies, not like like natural gas, but like because that's that's kind of what it refers to now. But like uh, gasoline, gasoline companies. Uh, and. Basically, what had happened, if I remember, if the uh, story that they said on uh, Cosmos was right, and if I'm remembering it right, and I didn't think of this before, anyway, uh, basically what had happened was uh, this: the the scientist uh, Robert, no, Claire Cameron Patterson, uh, sort of went all over, and he was like, "Man, things are getting kind of fucked." Uh, and what he would, what he was doing was he was finding these abnormally large amounts of lead in, I think it was fish, uh, everywhere. And the reason that he was doing that was because the, the ocean was, uh, one of those environments that was really susceptible to this sort of thing, uh, at the time. And, um, 
he tried to lobby for the U- the United States government to be like, hey, uh, we're going to kill everything if we keep using leaded gasoline. Like, I know that it's uh, it's it's working really good on the engines and shit, but if we keep this shit up, everything will die. Uh, and a lot and, of people didn't yeah. listen to him because they had a lot of shit to gain from this idea of uh, lead being in gasoline. I mean, if if they would change the way that they were working things, a lot of people were uh, potentially lose a fuck ton of money. Right. Typically what happens is whenever there's, a, there's, a, there's some sort of a safety concern, right? Um, to fix or address said concern, there's usually some cost, right? Because by default, the manufacturing process or refining process for a particular fuel or a particular product um, will kind of just funnel its way down to the, the cheapest, most efficient way that people can do it. Unless there's the some other restraint way. put on the system, right? And so, yeah, yeah, some other constraint gets put on it when they're like, oh, you can't put lead in it because it makes, you know, it kills animals and makes kids stupid. So, you know, <laughs> uh, that's, so then they're like, Is okay, the fine, now I have to spend a few more. Forward, st- Jeff? What's that? Is that the scientific terminology for it? And it's as scientific as I'm getting today. It's Sunday. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all scienced out. But yeah, no, that's, uh, I think, I think that's a pretty, I think that's an appropriate way to describe it. Yeah. Well, the actual appropriate way to describe it is, would be a word that's mildly offensive these days and I'm not going to say it. Um, but, um, there's a, there's a yeah. George Bush senior joke from SNL that pops into my head. What's that? Uh, it was something, something to the effect of it was like the, there was Dana Carvey on as George Bush Sr. and then Will Ferrell as Bush Jr. Uh, doing a skit. So this is, I don't know, t- 15 years ago or so on SNL. And um, uh, Sr.'s talking to Jr. He's like, yeah, we had a special word for you back when you were a youngster. We called it retardation or something like that. And it was just, it was funny. But anyway, I spilled the beans and said the thing. But yeah. It's cool. I could just, I could edit it out. <laughs> absolutely uh but yeah i i mean i feel like we're kind of beating a dead horse here because it feels like to us uh i don't understand how the fuck this issue became politicized like i don't it doesn't make any goddamn sense to me yeah well it, it comes back to a thing that we've talked about before and i ran about a lot when when things come out um which is to say um People have these beliefs, right? We pick a belief and we get very, very, very attached to that belief. And if it's if it roots itself in for any significant length of time, then what we start doing is looking for any evidence that can kind of confirm that belief and make us more comfortable. And then we just push out things that we ignore things that contradict it, right? So it's the confirmation bias thing that I talk about all the time. Well, uh, this is this happens to an especially significant degree on political subjects with people who are espousing a particular political view. And so if your political view is that you need to have some sort of like unrestricted or unbridled industry growth in a particular industry that tends to lean a certain way or tends to lobby a certain group a whole lot, like the oil and gas industry. Um, and then you also look at the people who tend to work in those industries and which way they lean politically. Right. And this is something that's developed culturally over decades and decades. Um, if not longer, um, 
what you get basically is people saying, well, no, my, my belief system requires that I, I be on this side of the aisle for this particular thing. So now if people come up and tell me, oh, science is saying that uh, that industry and things like it are literally killing the planet in some sense. Um, maybe I shouldn't say it literally, but then what you have, no, it, what you do is you deny it, right? You said, no, it's, it's big conspiracy. literally killing the planet. Global warming is literally killing the planet. It's okay. You could say global warming is literally killing the planet. I'm I'm okay with us taking that line as a podcast that global warming is literally killing the planet. It's definitely going to kill the living shit out of a lot of shit that lives here. We, we you know, like we're fucked. If no, no, we're warming, so fucked. The, was, the warming goes past the, uh, a certain what's point. The, Oh, like how how much? Like how much CO two? I don't know. But uh, the temperature—it's it's, like it's, it's less than ten degrees. Oh if no, it's, it's less way, than ten degrees. We're, we're talking there. okay Celsius. We're talking. It might be like, like less than five degrees. degrees. There's a one point nine degree limit um, that's been put as like that's when the, uh, the was it the Greenland ice shelf or uh, basically it's a portion kind of of the ice cap up there. Uh, when that full, completely melts, there's going to be a catastrophic rise. In, in sea levels just based on the volume of ice that is stuck to Greenland right now and at about give or take so there's a margin of for error here margin of error um, about 1.9 degrees Celsius um, of rise since they started recording these these rises and noting it we're about a, we're already to, I think a degree up so most people are saying okay holy shit we well the people that understand the science and actually want to do something about it um most of them are saying, okay, well, definitely by like two degrees, we got to cap it there. Like get our emissions down to where we don't go get to two. But really it's 1.9. And since there's some margin for error, I want to say it was Greenpeace or it may have been uh, some uh, international body that, whose name I can't remember, put out a, a more aggressive mark saying, no, 1.5 degrees is really where we need to be. And if we hit three degrees, we're like, you're talking uh, every major coastal city is going to be underwater. On the, like in the planet on the planet uh you have which is which is the of, vast majority of, of of cities in the planet right right so you're looking humans looking have at, a habit of building shit by water because water it turns out is really easy to make boats for it's a funny useful. thing by the way right because you get all these people who are like we can't we we can't restrict the oil and gas mm. industry like this current administration's all like oh fuck the epa let's let's not regulate anything um we can't restrict the oil and gas industry because that, that's restricting growth. It'll hurt the economy, capital E, economy. We will anger the economy. Uh, yet, you know, what's really good for commerce is having coastal cities that aren't under fucking water. So, um, you know, it, it's easier to ship stuff from the city when it, the city's not flooded. So uh, <laughs> I, I figure that's probably good for the economy is to protect those two. Easier or too easy? Just saying, if the city was flooded with water, that would technically make it easier to ship things to it. Right. Doing anything effective (laughs) with it once it got there, that's the problem. Indeed, indeed. Uh, So, you know, so we have that situation going on, um, which is, you know, just totally utter shit. And so, like I said, right, there are these people who who are making things... They're making this into a political argument. They're basically making the case in order to justify their worldview and not have to change their habits or change their business interests or anything. Um, say, well, it must be some grand, usually they say liberal or left-wing conspiracy. And they paint like all of the scientists, all of them, as uh, this, 
you know, this group of conspirators, which is ridiculous. Like you have a dozen people in the, you know, in the White House alone trying to cover up a conspiracy and that shit gets out. Yet somehow, apparently like tens of thousands of scientists all over the world, it's kind of like the GMO and vaccine thing, right? Thousands and thousands of scientists all over the world are somehow in collusion and have, you know, nobody's let this out, but it's got to be a big conspiracy. They're all just doctoring their data, you know? And, and then on occasion, you'll get some whistleblower, somebody with a YouTube channel or some, some moron on a news channel that doesn't understand weather, um, who's like, oh, look, here's some piece of data that I'm taking out of context to show that, oh, this is, this is, we're actually cooling. There was actually an incident with that. And I know I'm ranting, but I'm going to go ahead and say this bit, this bit here. Um, there was a story and Eric, you might remember this. I don't know if you do or not, but where somebody took, uh, some data showing, over, I don't know, it was last year or the year before, um, temperatures, I think it was over a portion of the U.S. were actually cooling, right? So like, oh, over these few years, the, the temperature actually cooled. Global warming oh, is yeah, not real. I remember that. And then weather people that did the research on that, you know, like like there, there were meteorologists and climate scientists, and I think the Weather Channel itself or whatever body put out that information was like, uh, hey, fuckwit, you need to look at all the data. Don't mis Don't misuse and misrepresent our shit like that. And basically what they said was, if you look at the entire planet on average, in aggregate, the planet is getting warmer. This happened to be a pocket that was getting colder um, over a span of a few years or whatever it was. Because, surprise, weather is complex as fuck. Right. And, 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 you know, it's like they're like, oh, if every place on the whole planet isn't warming at the same time, then global warming can't be real, which is partly why climate change caught on. Right. Because they're like, well, the climate's changing and they're going to be more severe storms are going to be ocean level rises and all these other things. And it's not like everything is always going to be getting hotter, though. The globally, the trend will be that things get hotter. Um, so climate change was kind of a broader, more all encompassing term. And of course, people primarily on the right who have been resisting climate change as a reality have been saying like oh that that's a sign that you know they, they can't even make up their minds they change the word to make it more broad and they, they think like that means something like they take pot shots at it so uh, you know and, and then we have people elected representatives who'll go into was it the senate chamber carrying a snowball in saying oh here's a snowball so global warming's not real what the fuck what the actual legitimate fuck would a person would a person have to think to think that that proves anything? Uh, there's something that was passing around online for a while. Uh, that was what was it? Uh, oh yeah, um, I forget. What, it was some comedian who said it, or initially I think on Twitter or something. But it was like, um, oh, it was cold outside in my neighborhood today. Therefore, global warming isn't real. And other news, I had a nice meal this morning, so world hunger doesn't exist, or something like that. You know, like to try to put yeah. it in perspective. Um, and yeah, I get heated about this. I apologize, but there you go. Right. It, it's just, it's, it's bullshit and it, it's all bullshit and it's bad for you. And personally, I feel like if scientists say, holy shit, there's something going on here that we need to look at and we need to take care of, then you shut up and you listen to the scientists because they probably know more about it than you. And as a scientist, a budding one, I granted, you know, I'm very much a beginner, but as somebody in the scientific community, I want to say a big fat fuck you to anybody who says just like in a hand wavy fashion, oh, all those scientists are paid off or they're all in a conspiracy. Um, that's insulting. I bet most of those scientists really would love to get some extra pay. 
Just so. <laughs> Um, hey, hi, back. Robbie, who is now back. Yes, Robbie is back. By the way, that big long rant that I just went through uh, was partly um, a, sort of a mini filibuster just to fill the dead air So uh, until Robbie got back. I basically Yay. just, I, I bitched about the conspiracy theory bullshit and... God, wait, Jeff, uh, wait, you know, give away the man behind the curtain. Yeah, okay, one more time, just say like Robbie's back. Robbie's, Robbie's back. back. Okay, there, because I got audacity up okay. and recording now. Uh, sorry about that. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck happened. My shit just froze. Um, but yeah, okay. So that's uh, that's I think I think we're beating a dead horse at this point, right, guys? Unless Eric had more to say. I, I nah, I'm I'm, good. I'm certainly beating yeah. one. <laughs> um, I've I've used up my verb my like word quota for the next month. You should be more kinder to Mother Nature, cause Mother mm-hmm. Nature is nice. That's hey Jeff. That's the long short of it. Uh, hey, Eric. Did- it's, that's the last. Did you hear about the uh, the sadist necrophiliac who was into bestiality? Oh, God damn it! He was arrested. No, I didn't, Eric. Uh, uh, so, Eric, do you have a non dad uh, joke to close this on? <laughs> no. Okay. Why would I? Well, I do, but it's absolutely god awful, and I'm not really gonna say it on the recording. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Jeff, do you have anything else to say here? Uh, well, I kind of, you know, verbally blew my wad. Uh, yeah, just you did. Spilling it all there. Yeah, you that, did. Uh, before just spurting it in ropes through the tubes of the internet. It's like spider webs. You you spider web everywhere. Really, it's just sticky, I, I just, I just, long strands. I splattered my thoughts all over this <laughs> podcast. Sticky and, all um, over everyone's faces and. Yeah, it's just in their in their ear holes. And this has been Quest um, for Brahalla. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Clunk. 